Hello, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast, the number one podcast for small business owners to learn tips, techniques, and tools to leverage their personal brand, grow their business, and live their best life. Today, I want to spend a little time on what it looks like to sow your personal branding seed to reap a profitable harvest. If you're tired of trying to figure out what everyone means by just be yourself, this is the episode for you, so keep listening. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. I'm always so surprised by the frustration and stress that some of my clients have around just being themselves. I mean, imposter syndrome is real. Um, outcome bias is real. Um, what's the other thing? The negative self-talk is real. Limiting beliefs. Those things are real. And so it's so difficult for people to really walk in their own value these days because Instagram has everyone looking amazing. You know, we can hide behind the the veil of social media and not actually tell the truth about what our businesses are doing. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate because the truth is you are enough. I did a post a while back on social media and it, it just said, you know, I am enough. I am enough. I'm my own cheerleader and I'm enough. And so today on the podcast, I really wanted to take a few minutes just to give you a few key points that you can use to leverage who you are and really walk in your value, what you're bringing to the table confidently and ways you can use your personal brand and leverage it, leverage it in a variety of ways that will help you sow your personal branding seed, but then on the back end after work, being consistent, we talk about that, you can reap a profitable harvest. And so I want to talk about three points. I'm not going to stay um, on long today because I feel like, you know, it's, you know, these three points are pretty self-explanatory, but I will go into a little bit of detail with them. And I'm just going to run through the three of them right now. And then I'm going to go back and hit them sort of individually. Okay. So the first one is don't get bogged down with aesthetics um, at first. Okay. And I'll come back to that. The second one is the customer experience is king. And then the last one is imagery is a part of the narrative. And these are the three points that we're going to talk about today that I feel are going to be instrumental in helping you leverage your personal brand to sow um, the perfect seed to reap a profitable harvest in your business where you can really start walking in your truth and using what you are bringing to the table, that value to um, attract the right people and really get their their loyalty and their referrals because you're doing these things right. So let's go back to the first one. Don't get bogged down with aesthetics at first. Okay. 
a lot to, a lot of times uh, one of the biggest mistakes that I see in my business is my clients want their website to be beautifully done like they see some of the people in their space and they want their logos to be right they want their colors and all the branding aspects of their business to be flawless but they're not spending enough time on the content that they're going to be sharing on those platforms or the back end um, infrastructure of their business that is going to work after someone is attracted on their site and i believe that that is not the best route to take you should definitely hone in on what you're bringing to the table create structure and an infrastructure on the back end of your website so that when your website does attract the right person, they are going to have a great experience. And we're going to get to that one. That's our second one. So things like making your um, website look pretty it, it, and, and making your logo beautiful. Um, those are all great things, but they are traps, guys. They're traps. Um, because they're preventing you from creating the real value that you're going to provide. So don't get bogged down with that. Yes, it is. there is a time and a place for you to have a web developer create an amazing website for you. There is a time and a place for you to grab that graphic designer and have them create your speaker sheet and your, um, and your logo. I understand that you want that to be like at the forefront because you have people that you want to attract to your business. But really, you can get by with a landing page and good, authentic content on your social media and value that you are delivering from that landing page. And so you don't have to worry so much about the website design, the logo and the speaker sheets and things of that nature up front on the very front end of your business. Give yourself enough time to share value, get feedback, understand what your audience wants. You should be doing market research um, with your content, asking people questions, doing polls. And that is how you're going to get a good understanding of what your target target audience is looking for and how you can make sure you are giving it to them. The next thing is the, about trying to put these things first, these uh, like these aesthetics, the aesthetically pleasing items and growing your um, in, in your presentation is that um, it's really the easiest part of your personal brand development. Like that's the fun part. It's like you build a house and the hard part is making sure that the infrastructure is great. But the easy part is when you get to go in and you get to pick your fixtures and your tile and all that. This, that's kind of what those logos and websites are like. They're beautiful and pretty to look at, but you want to make sure that your infrastructure um, of your business and the back end of what you'll be offering is sufficient to create an amazing customer experience because the the seeds that you're going to be dropping in your content that's where your value is that's what's going to draw people to your website so that has to be right trust me when i tell you it you can have the most beautiful website but if nobody's coming to it it was wasted time and energy so make sure you are creating content that is attracting the people you want because you've done research and make sure that that content is going to capture them and make them want to stick around and that you are asking questions, you are doing those polls, you're doing that research so that when you do create your website and your logo, it is going to be sort of what is appealing to the people you already know are in your target audience base, in your customer base. Okay. All right. So People don't care what you know until they know that you care. 
That is another reason for that phrase. I love that phrase. I can't remember where I heard it from. Probably my premier designs days, but it's a very true statement. You can have all the services, all the bells and whistles imaginable, but people don't care about that until they know you care about their situation and you care about helping them solve their problem. And that's the value. That is what you'll be sharing. That is not a website. That is not a logo. Okay. Let's move on to number two, and that is the customer experience is king. The way you structure your business should reflect how you treat people, in my opinion. And when I'm building out my business, I want my customer experience to be one that I would want as a consumer. I don't want someone to come to my um, business and feel like they're being ignored, to feel like their questions aren't being answered, to feel like they're not represented. And so I want to provide an amazing customer experience to those who are coming to my space. So an area to pay close attention to, um, because your customers, your, the customer experience is an amazing, well, it's an important area to pay close attention to. I'm sorry, because your customers hold the key to your success or failure in some degree, right? If you don't have customers coming to your site, with a positive experience, it could be detrimental to your business. So you want to make sure that you are treating others the way you want to be treated and that their experience is one that you would enjoy when you go to a website. So that's why creating and developing that infrastructure behind the website is so important. What happens when someone goes to your website? Does the web page tell them what they need to know about the particular area that they are looking for, that they came to your site for? Are there um, ways they can get the deliverables that you promised? Are those set up correctly? Is there a follow-up process when someone asks a question? Do you have a set system for following up and making sure you are answering questions that people leave on your website in the comment section or on your podcasts or on your blogs? Do you have a system for this, right? That's what you want to do. You have to know how you want to be treated, right? So that's where all of that brand development comes in, that brand identity. You need to know what that experience needs to be for your customer. And odds are you want that same experience for yourself when you go to someone else's site. So this is where that development of your personal brand is really going to pay off. This is where really doing the work to create what you need, what your likes, dislikes, and non-negotiables are. That's where this all comes in handy because now you know the experience you would want and you are able to now give that experience to someone else. So I want to share um, an experience that we had recently with my husband and how getting it wrong could be really detrimental for your business. So my husband has a nice car. He took it to um, a, a car, um, you know, a mechanic and they were supposed to fix some things on his car. Well, they came back and they gave him this huge amount of money that he was going to have to pay to get his car fixed, but that's okay. He was all right with it. He decided to do it. Well, two weeks go by and in that two week time frame, they had my husband's car and he had to call to find out, you know, what was going on. He had to call to see if it was going to be ready. He was given one day and then he was given another day and then he was given another day. And then finally, when he was at wit's end, he calls and they tell him, oh, well, we're going to have to, we think you should have it towed to the, um, the dealer because there is a recall on a certain part. Well, my husband got really upset about it because 
It wasn't that they had to send it for this recall because that's something that they couldn't control. But because he felt he had had to chase down every bit of information about what was going on with his car, his customer experience was horrible. He was threatening not to come back. He was threatening to tell people that it wasn't a good job. It was just going to be bad all around for this mechanic um, in terms of my husband's customer experience and the negative um, word of mouth that my husband was going to provide, like better business bureau, all of that was on the table. Well, I go in and I'm talking to the person about what happened and I explain to him, you know, the customer experience was less than suitable and we were not pleased, but he came out, apologized to my husband. Um, there was some more maintenance that needed to be done that was going to be more costly than my husband wanted to pay at the time. But he offered, he said he really wanted to do the work to prove that he was uh, you know, above board and that he would even work with him on the price outside of the part that was needed. So he was really working hard to really rectify this problem that had been caused by my husband's horrible customer experience. So that is why the way that you can begin to sow your personal branding seed is to create that that customer experience that you that is worthy of what you would want when you experience someone's business. So that's how you use that um, like, dislike, and non-negotiable aspect of developing your personal brand. And I want to read you this um, statistic. It says the importance of delivering positive customer experience is underscored by May 2020 research from XM Institute, a division of Qualtrics which found that 94% of U.S. adult consumers said they were very likely to purchase more from a company providing very good customer experience to recommend it to others. What's more, 89% of respondents said that would said they would trust a company they believed offered very good customer experience. These findings clearly suggest that the better the customer experience, the more likely the company is to achieve positive outcomes. Likewise, respondents who rated a, a company's customer experience as poor or very poor were less likely to purchase from or recommend the company. They were less likely to forgive a bad experience or trust the company to take care of their needs in the future. Okay, so that is why using your likes, dislikes, non-negotiables to craft a customer experience that you can be proud of is really, really helpful and can yield huge benefits on the back end in terms of profitability. Now, the last thing I want to cover before I get off here today is the fact that imagery is a part of your narrative for your business. And I've said this before, I have a course, um, I have so much, I'm so excited about this uh, um, Marketing Matrix Academy that I'm working on. Um, I'm taking a program myself right now to just kind of get things really fine-tuned. I tried to launch this last year um, and it didn't work the way I wanted it to. So I am like really like doing some stuff behind the scenes and I'm really excited about it. But I will say this. A part of that is a course that I have. It's, it's part of it is um, Promo Picks 101. And the reason that I felt it's so important to create this um, course inside of the course, <laughs> inside of the program, is because the imagery that you use in your business is really about the narrative you want your your marketing efforts, that particular strategy to convey. So 
if you're looking at an image of a sunrise, you can look at it and say, this is the beginning of something. This is something fresh. This is a way to renew. This is a new beginning. And that is what a sunrise can say, you know, whereas a sunset could say, you know, this is finished. We've done a great job. How beautiful it was. So when you are thinking about creating images for your posts on social media, for your website, think about the narrative, what it is you are trying to say with the picture, because those images are evoking emotions in your customer base and you want them to feel or, or have the reaction or have the emotional response that is indicative of the message you are trying to convey with the image. So you want that image to match the words and to match the content that you're sharing. And so imagery here is a part of your narrative and you have to think of that. Don't miss that part of the story when you are telling it. Don't just put words on a post. If you notice people on Instagram, they have long form captions and the image is really telling a story. The image is what captures your attention and it makes you want to find out what it's all about because it evokes some sort of emotion in you. And then you read the caption and it further explains or contributes to the narrative you were trying to share with the image. So if you haven't recognized that, go back and look at some of your favorite Instagrammers and see their long captions and determine, like see how their image, the picture is really helping to tell the story of that long caption. Um, it involves your audience using images to relate to their problem. You want to use your images to help people identify with you and help to share with them that you understand where they are in their problem and that you have a way um, to relate to them and could possibly help them solve their problem. And you can use images to show them the solution as well. Um, if you're looking at financial advisors or if you're looking at some um, small businesses who are business uh, business development people, some of them might show pictures of, you know, working on the beach and working from anywhere. And they're um, showing you through imagery that they can help you with the solution. If you want to find yourself um, with a business that helps you work from anywhere, you can um, have a nice online business or recurring revenue where you can just kind of sit on the beach and sip on a Mai Tai and know that money is going into your bank. You can put that image out there. You can show that lifestyle, which is a solution to someone's problem. You know, you know, I don't know who wouldn't want to like be chilling on a beach or whatever, but you know, to each his own. So anyway, guys, that is it for today. I told you it wasn't going to be very long, but I wanted to make sure that we talked about this because there are ways for you to leverage who you are and really be authentic and just be yourself. And I think these are three ways that you can look at for leveraging your personal brand right now, sowing those personal branding seeds in these areas where you're not getting bogged down with the aesthetics, but you are pouring your value your personal brand, you're pouring your value, what you're bringing to the table, what makes you special. Um, you're pouring that into your content instead of being so concerned about the aesthetics of a website or a logo. Those things are important. I'm not saying don't do them. I'm just saying at first, concentrate on the infrastructure of your business um, and setting it up so that you can be consistent and you can um, always bring value to the table. And then you can go back and make everything look pretty after you've done your research and find out what people are really looking for and providing them with those answers. 
Also, that customer, the customer experience is king. I gave you some statistical information and I'll have the link to that article in the show notes so that you can read that for yourself. But yeah, if you use your personal brand, the likes, dislikes, and non-negotiables and really help people have an experience that you would enjoy, that you think is worthy of a gold star, then odds are you are going to gain loyal followers and referrals from those loyal followers, which is going to increase your bottom line. And then lastly, creating a story with your images is a fantastic way to showcase that you relate to your audience, that you understand their problem, that you potentially can solve that problem with some solution picks. You can evoke emotion and get them to really understand that you are on their side and you're meeting them where they are. So these are three ways right here, right now that you can leverage your personal brand. You can sow your personal branding seeds to reap a harvest that is profitable, to reap a profitable harvest. All right. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I'm so excited for what is to come in this quarter and the quarters to come of 2021. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, well, you shouldn't have concerns. I'm not going to say that. But if you have any questions or comments, please go ahead and leave them in the review section and be sure to answer my question this week. I want to know how are you sowing the seed of you to gain followers and to meet your customer base where they are? Tell me what you're doing that's fun, that helps you be yourself but you are able to do it and attract your target audience. So that's the question this week. I look forward to seeing your comments in the comment section. Don't forget, you can always look me up on Instagram, AF Patrick, and then follow me on YouTube at Andrea Patrick Official. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that I got my URL, my, my custom domain name. So make sure you follow me over there as well. I look forward to being back with you next week. And um, please leave a review and I'll also leave a link to the BU guide, which is another great way to help you leverage your personal brand. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.